Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Thursday, August 5th. 2021 in the Gregorian calendar and the 27th of of 5781 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Yesterday, we brought you the news that terrorist groups in South Lebanon had sent three rockets toward Israel, two that landed in an open field and one that did not make it over the Lebanese border into Israel. Israel's defense forces retaliated late Wednesday evening. Those rockets may have fallen into an open area, but for 12 hours after that, they blazed and tore up foresty hillsides in northern Israel. Hundreds of acres of forest have been destroyed. Israeli fighter jets hit the Lebanese border zone where the original rockets had come from and hit infrastructure they believed to belong to the terror groups. The IDF also hit another site that has historically been used to send rockets into Israel, but isn't clear if that was the one that was used this time. Over in Beirut, Lebanon's capital, police are battling protesters as they commemorate one year since the disastrous bomb incident that happened at the city's port. 214 people died and thousands were injured when chemicals tucked away in storerooms were there over there were unprotected and erupted into an orange cloud of smoke. Demonstrators hit the streets saying they want answers. Many are pictured holding signs saying that they want that they want Iran out of their country. Iran has a large influence over the country as Hezbollah, a terror group with Iranian funding and leadership, is a main leg of Lebanon's government. The IDF says they hold Lebanon accountable for Wednesday's rocket attacks toward Israel because they allow terror groups to operate within their country. Khan, which is Israel's public broadcaster, put out a report saying Yair Lapid has not attended any coronavirus cabinet meetings since the cabinet was reinstated in June. Lapid is the country's foreign minister and next to take the prime ministerial role. He says his colleagues attend the meetings and fill him in on everything that he might need to know. However, he is supposed to be there. The Jerusalem Post has an article on religious Zionist member of Knesset. And by the way, that's the name of the party, the religious Zionist party. Okay, Bezalel Smotrich, who was recorded saying that it's not politically correct, but he's going to say it anyway. The LGBT pride parade in Tel Aviv is the cause of the most recent outbreak of COVID-19 in Israel. That was just over a month ago. He also threw in Eid al-Adha, the Islamic celebration, the Islamic holiday, and family vacations as some reasons why Israel is going into its recent bout of COVID. He says that people don't seem to care about taking precaution now, which could help prevent the country from going into lockdown during the high holy days in Israel, which come in September, suggesting that left-wingers would prefer to have their LGBTQ pride parade over protecting the country's religious identity. That's basically what he's trying to say. I'm going to sum it up for you and help you so you don't have to read between the lines. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, send over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I come up with myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in being up to date on Israeli affairs. Israeli politics, 
our world politics, we have one central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and it'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. Check out our website at israeldaily.news. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's number one. Number two, you can share the show with a friend. And number three, you can follow us on social media at israeldaily.news as well as Shanafold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. A bit of Olympic news for you. Israel's Matan Roditi gave a surprise performance in Tokyo, finishing number four in the 10-kilometer swimming competition. It was held in the Tokyo Bay Thursday morning. He finished in 1 minute and 49 seconds and 24 milliseconds, which was 23.8 seconds shorter than Italy's swimmer, who took the bronze medal. Winning the gold was Germany and silver was Hungary. Congrats to Matan for coming in number four and putting Israeli swimming up there in name and rank. We're proud. Okay, now we brought this story to you last week, but our medical writer Steve Shallot did a little bit of a deeper dive and explained some of the details that we missed last time when we spoke about the UAE-Israel organ transfer. A three-way organ swap took place between Israel and the United Arab Emirates in which family members of three people requiring a transplant donated their kidneys in exchange for kidneys for their ailing loved ones. It started last week when Shani Markowitz had her kidney removed by doctors at Sheba Medical Center in Tel Aviv. It was then flown to Abu Dhabi where it was transplanted into a local resident. Meanwhile, the kidney of a relative of the recipient in Abu Dhabi had his kidney removed and flown to Rambam Medical Center in Haifa for transplantation into a patient there. A relative of the Rambam patient then had their kidney removed and delivered to Shani Markowitz's mother back at Sheba Medical Center. The surgery at Sheba Medical Center was performed by Professor Eitan Moore, the head of Sheba's organ transplant unit. Just a year ago, this type of international cooperation between Israel and an Arab country would have been unthinkable. The Abraham Accords were signed last September. Professor Moore said, I hope that this collaboration will open a door for further collaboration in other fields of medicine between us and the Emirates. And we have another feel good to send you off into the weekend. We've all heard stories about police, firefighters, and even cab drivers delivering babies under unusual circumstances in emergency. But this one is especially heartwarming. A car approached an IDF security checkpoint outside the Palestinian village of Samoa next to Hevron. The car carried a Palestinian family with a man, two women, and three children. The male driver asked the soldier in Hebrew, Is there a doctor here? My wife is about to give birth. Well, Lieutenant Dr. Michael Eckhouse is an army doctor in the IDF Engineering Corps, and he got his medical degree at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. Doctors in the IDF are unique from other armies in that they must also perform soldier duties, like securing roads across the West Bank. Dr. Eckhouse saw that the baby's head was already outside of the mother and had its umbilical cord wrapped around its neck, a condition called nuchal cord, which occurs in 20% of births. If not treated immediately, the baby can die or suffer brain damage from lack of oxygen. 
Acting quickly, the doctor removed the cord from the baby's neck and performed a successful delivery. Breathing well on its own, the baby was transferred to the Red Crescent Ambulance Service, which took it to a hospital in Hebron. Dr. Eckhaus said, I've never performed a birth in the field and never imagined the first time would happen like this. We are here to provide medical assistance to anyone who needs it. I love that story. All right, well, that is it for today's show. Today is Thursday, August 5th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 25 degrees Celsius and a high of 35 degrees. That's 77 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 95 degrees for the high. If you're here in Israel, don't forget to drink water. Even if you're inside in the air conditioning, drink water. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. Thank you to Steve Shallot, who wrote our medical story today. So interesting. And our business development intern, Farah Fold, who helped us remodel our website. I invite you to check it out at IsraelDaily.News. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'll send you off today with Cherry Beam by Erica Kroll. Oh, I love this girl. Enjoy this upbeat tune and have an excellent weekend. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. <laughs>